0: Our reading is taken from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live, when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Thank you, Christine, uh, for that lovely reading. Well, one of the things I like most uh, about this book, the Bible, is the fact that it's full of images. God has used all the various authors to bring in pictures to help us. We may sometimes forget the words, but we don't forget uh, the images that the Bible brings forward. And today in our passage uh, of Ephesians, there is one such image that something that was dead has come alive. Uh, And he says that this may be a mystery, but he wants to unfold that mystery and make it known to us. So this morning I've come to the garden for a particular purpose and that is to use an illustration for you just to help us uh, think this through. I'm standing here because behind me is a crab apple tree and if any of you want them later in the season it produces thousands so please come uh, and I will uh, serve you. Hopefully we'll be able uh, to meet then. But if I'd have stood here a couple of months ago you would have seen nothing at all. No flower to be seen, just bare branches, bare twigs, no buds, no leaves, certainly no flowers. If you are here in two months' time, you'll begin to see the fruit of the tree as it moves from its death or apparent death through new life to bearing fruit In Ephesians, Paul is asking us to to look at a person, perhaps even ourselves, in a similar way. We can be in the world, but we can appear to be dead because the one relationship that brings real life and inner transformation is not with us. We can smile, we can laugh, we can engage with the world, but that one relationship... The one that brings us real life. Paul the writer calls us dead in our transgressions. But there is a dramatic change that comes about. And it's not due to anything that we do for ourselves. And if I turn to that tree behind me again, it hasn't done anything. I'm ashamed to say that I haven't pruned it. The tree hasn't moved. It hasn't changed its approach. It hasn't done anything. It's simply accepted accepted that its roots are in the soil the soil is providing the water the sun is providing that warmth and light and so it has come to life and that's a sort of image which is used elsewhere in the bible i wanted to read some one to you just the first three verses happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path that sinners tread or sit in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water which yield their fruit in season and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. Again, in Isaiah 61, we read of the people being oaks, of righteousness, and in Hosea uh, four um, or fourteen, rather, verses five to eight, we read of the life and strength of the cedar, the vine and the lily coming from God because their roots are in Him, and we have the same opportunity. Did you notice in uh, the passage from Ephesians, both in verse four and verse eight, there's the same phrase "By grace? you have been saved. Verse 8, possibly one of the best known verses in the whole Bible. It is by grace that you have been saved, through faith, not by your own works. It is a gift of God. This grace, this love, this mercy from God is not something that we deserve and it's not something that we've done. It's simply the free gift of God to all people, if we put our roots in Him. What we need to do is, a bit like this tree behind me, is simply accept. Open wide our branches, open up our hands, and accept all that God wants to give us, to bring us to blossom, to bring us to new life to bring us to bearing fruit and that is the point isn't it because it is that transgression and we will bear fruit as christians because our perspective our lives have been changed we are different people we take the goodness from god and it changes our outlook we're no longer dead in our transgressions we are alive in Christ, we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. That's what it says. But we can only do them if we have Christ in us and through us. We too can blossom, we too can bear fruit. All we have to do is come to God with open hands to receive His grace. So let's do that now. Let's come to God with our hands open. Heavenly Father, pour your blessing on us now we ask because we've made ourselves vulnerable we've opened ourselves to you and we have sought your presence your power your grace your love in our lives may it be so for your name's sake amen so with that fruit With that new life that we have, people do extraordinary things, things which perhaps they wouldn't have done before. And I just want to share with you, perhaps every week we'll have a different example. But let's start with these two, uh, two people that have given themselves uh, for the NHS, as it happens, uh, in a way that they hadn't done before. Let's hear first from Alex and then uh, from uh, Harry.
2: Hi. Hi. I don't know about you, but I've been wondering how on earth I can help in this coronavirus epidemic. But yesterday, I was absolutely thrilled to come across uh, a a local initiative uh, that you may also want to join in with. What it is, is it's making and sewing kit bags, a bit like this, out of old duvet covers. And the idea is that these kit bags can be used when a care worker or an NHS worker finishes their shift and they get changed in the hospital. They put their dirty scrubs into these bags and then they can carry them home safely and they won't contaminate the, the rest of their family's washing. And the whole bag with the kit inside it can be stuck straight in the washing machine ready to be used again. So if you'd like to join in with this initiative David will put a link into the Church Family News um, newsletter email. And um, if you uh, feel that you're not perhaps a a sewer, but you'd like to help, then um, I could do with a few more duvet covers. Um, So if you've got anything attractive, that's not too badly worn at the back of your um, cupboard, then please do contact the mobile church office number or email Heather and I can come and collect it from your doorstep. So um, it would be great to um, have a team of sewers um, that, are, that are helping to create these because uh, apparently each, each worker had about three sets of scrubs and could potentially need three bags each. Many thanks in advance for your help.
3: Good morning, I'm standing outside Shelford Church, St Mary's, um, where we are doing a collection for the staff and the workers at Frimley Park Hospital. Um, A dear friend of mine is a consultant anaesthetist there at the ICU and they are working, as you know, extremely long hours, doing 15 odd hour shifts and it can be very emotionally and physically draining. So we decided that we would collect some things we knew they needed, uh, toiletries, in gift boxes, things like shampoo, conditioners, bath bombs, any treats, a bottle of wine or some chocolates, just to say a huge thank you. And we decided that we would collect it in the church here we've got large boxes where people can put them in a shoebox, maybe with a little gift note to say thank you to everyone. Um, we've taken lots of flyers around in the area to, I don't know, 100, 200 houses, but we really wanted to get one church involved as well if people wanted to donate. So on behalf of them and all of the staff, if there are more, we will take them over to the Royal Surrey as well. Um, a huge thank you.
1: So, as we think of the NHS, we think of all that we can do and all that's going on. Let's bring those thoughts to God in prayer now.
4: Let us pray to the Lord, who is our refuge and stronghold. Lord, we pray for all who are affected by coronavirus through illness or isolation or anxiety, that they may find relief. And recovery during this difficult time. We pray for those who are guiding our nation at this time. Give them wisdom to make wise decisions that will balance the needs of our economy with the safety of all people in the United Kingdom. We pray for the restoration of Boris Johnson to full health so decisions can be made for the future of our country and pray that those decisions will be made with humility, love and compassion and bring unity and honour to your world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for doctors, nurses and medical researchers that through their skills and insights Many will be healed and a vaccine will be available as soon as possible to prevent further outbreaks of this virus. We thank you for all the many key workers who are working tirelessly to keep our services open and our country running. Give them stamina and protect them and their families from infection. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for our community, for the housebound and the isolated, that we may be alert to their needs and care for them in their vulnerability. We lift up our young people to you as they settle into new routines after the Easter holidays and adapt to online teaching. We pray that you protect them and comfort those who are particularly anxious at this time and who are especially in need of love and reassurance. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the people we know who are in need of your power, your love and our care at this time. We lift up to you Wendy, Bex and David and anyone who is known to us in a moment of quiet. Finally, Lord, we pray for ourselves and for all that we face in the coming week. May we know that you are with us always For you are rich in mercy and love us deeply. In Christ's name. Amen.